uh, welcome to another edition of The Murder Mentality. Let's today talk about healthy confrontation. Uh, something I struggle massively with. <laughs> What's up, Kyler? Um, so I've been trying lately to talk a lot about things that actually I struggle with things that are really difficult for me, um, because it doesn't really do me a lot of good to do all this stuff if I'm not helping people with things that I am actually learning about. And so, um, you know, through the myriad of experiences I had as a child and throughout my life, I became a very anti-confrontational person. And I know it seems like I'm not that guy at all. Like I'm probably super confrontational, but um, what I didn't have was healthy confrontation. So I'd have like a lot of passive aggressive bullshit. I'd be, you know, weird and bitchy with people on Facebook and this, that, and the other. But really, um, what I've had to learn lately, which is a really, really powerful tool is how to have healthy confrontation, how to come from a place with humility and, um, attack the problem and not the person. Um, and too often, and it's, it's just pen. It's like, it's literally, it's like consistent in our culture right now, that people attack one another and not the problem. Oh, well, that's what a liberal would say. Oh, well, that, of course, you know, a Republican would say that. Oh, blah, 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 libtards, fucking Nazis, blah, 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 blah. But what that's doing is that's actually not creating any type of compromise. We're not having a healthy conversation because we're not attacking the problems together. We're attacking each other instead of the problems. We're dividing and that's causing massive problems for us. It causes huge problems in our relationships. It causes huge problems in our friendships. It causes huge problems in our businesses and so on and so forth. And the issue is, is that most of us are very uncomfortable with confronting somebody in a healthy way in person. But we're very comfortable with confronting them not face-to-face. -face. We're very comfortable with confronting them online and doing so in a way that's very ugh, just cringy. Um, and I know because I used to be like that real bad. And I have the desire to act like that sometimes. It's gross. But I choose not to. And that's really the powerful thing there is I really try to choose not to behave in ways that feel cringy when other people behave towards me like that. That golden rule, treat others how you would like to be treated, is not actually a suggestion. It's like a requirement. Because when you don't do that, you absolutely get the negative returns on your negative actions. That is just how it works. I wouldn't call it karma. But it's definitely a level of like you get what you put out. You get what you believe. And when you believe everything's negative, you see everything as being negative. So even if nothing negative is directly returning to you from your actions, you're still acting like a dickhead. And that in and of itself means that you're obviously struggling with something. <laughs> so throughout, like I said, the myriad of experiences I had as a child and the various things that happened to me, I just got, I had a really hard time talking to people about things that were bothering me. So I would do this thing. I was like, ah, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. But I'm looking back and I'm learning about myself that people ask me all the time, are you okay, dog? Is that, are you sure you're okay with this? Because actually I wasn't, but I would say, yeah, I'm cool with it because I didn't want to rock the boat. And then this crazy thing would happen is me trying to be nice actually resulted in me being very resentful, which isn't a very nice thing to do. And it turns out when you just let people do stuff like that hurts you or harms you or that you don't like or, you know, stuff like that. And you don't say something you don't healthily confront the situation. What's up, Chris? Um, you are actually actively creating more conflict because when you don't address that in a healthy fashion, you eventually build resentment. And when you resent somebody, the way they breathe can make you want to stab them in the neck. Obviously, that's not healthy. So 
we need to address our feelings with people consistently. And you'll find, especially if you're like in a marriage or you're in a, you know, a long-term relationship of some kind, um, business partners or kids, anything, you'll find that when you have the healthy confrontations, that you have healthy responses from them, at least most of the time. Like Lacey said something one time that I really loved. It was like, the situation's not up for debate, but it is okay for us to talk about our feelings in it. And that was like, it was actually about something that didn't even involve me, but I was like, woo, yeah, man, that hits. I like that. I like that a lot because really it's okay to say, no, I'm not all right with this. No, I, mm-mm. no, 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 no. That's a complete sentence. You don't have to explain why you don't like something. Now, Obviously, we shouldn't try to manipulate people by not being willing to communicate. But if somebody says, hey, do you mind if I have your last fries? Or like, can I have your drink? Or whatever. You can just say no. You don't have to give it to them. It's not actually polite to give something to somebody that you would prefer not to because you want it. I mean, it can be. If that person's like really thirsty and don't have any means of their own or whatever the hell else. But it's like the same thing. It's like you get that one person at the office. I don't smoke no more. But I know that there was always that one person that bummed a cigarette from everybody and they always hated giving that motherfucker a cigarette, but they do it because there's like, oh, it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, sure, here, take a cigarette, whatever. But what happens is that you build resentment towards that person and eventually your behaviors start representing that resentment. It comes out of us because people that choose not to, to have healthy confrontation and conflict actually resolve their conflict internally towards that person. So eventually you just kind of end up hating that person. That's not fucking healthy. That's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for them. And we're denying them the learning experience of understanding that actually they're affecting other people around them by being afraid to talk to them. And personally, this is something I've struggled with massively. I was always the kind of dude that would let you literally step on my fucking face and say, Hey, is your foot? Okay. Is that comfortable? And that's just not healthy. And the other hard part about that, man, is that really you're making yourself into a victim, but then eventually you get resentful and then you become a person that actually dislikes that person. And before you know it, there's this whole fucking toxic stew of dumb bullshit that's going on all because you just didn't want to say no. Let me say it again. No. It sounds so easy, but internally it can be really hard. You know what I mean? Like your husband or your wife asks you, hey, I would like to do this. Can we go do this? You can just say, no, I don't want to. Now, I'm going to say that you should make some compromise sometimes because relationships are all about compromise, but you're not morally obligated to do something for even your partner just because they'd like you to. In fact, that's actually really unhealthy. That is going to create problems. You should have consistent compromise, but you should both be happy on your own. You should both be able to understand that if somebody says, hey, I don't really feel like going out tonight, that that isn't a personal attack on you. That doesn't mean I don't want to be around you. Fuck you. Maybe they're struggling with some shit and they need to get work through it before they're around people. But when we internalize these thought processes, when we internalize these concepts, when we don't actually have the conflict, and have it in a healthy fashion, well, it causes massive problems for us. And then when we finally do have the conflict, because it will explode, do not mistake that, you do it in such an unhealthy fashion that you end up attacking your partner, you end up attacking your friend um, morally or you know uh, verbally or just like non sequitur kind of stuff where you're like, yeah, of course you'd fucking say that. And then before you know it, you just realize that, holy shit, I love this person and I just treated them like, fuck you, because... They did something that I let them do. 
99% of the time, and it's just this one time it fucking irritated me enough to get pissed at him. Well, you've been building this volcano inside of you and not addressing it, not letting the steam off of it, not letting the pressure cooker be healthy, and then you're mad at them because you've taught them that it's okay to ask those things of you and that you're totally going to give in every time. We teach people how to treat us. And then we get mad because they treat us how we've taught them to treat us. Have you ever noticed that people that are constant doormats fucking hate being doormats? It's so weird. Like, you'll hear people complain about their employer. I'm so fucking tired of this. And I'm so fucking tired of that. And they don't treat me like they respect me. And this, that, or the other. And then as soon as that employer is like, hey, jump to dog, do this. They're like, okay. But then the whole time they're like, man, we're going to motherfucker. Talk to them. And if it don't work, find a new job. I'm just saying, guys, that there's a healthy way to attack any given circumstance that happens in your life and do it in a way that it benefits everybody. Because compromise, compromise doesn't involve being emotionally fucking satisfied. It doesn't involve being emotionally taken care of in this situation. What it does involve is having the needs of everybody, the, like the, the basic needs of everybody met, and, and everybody's sacrificing a little bit in a situation so that both parties or all parties involved get some benefit and get some sacrifice. That's how real, like, that's how real conflict resolution happens. Because when we don't do that, when somebody, if you have to compromise with somebody and you're so stoked afterwards, you're like, holy shit, that worked out. You probably just took advantage of them and didn't realize it. Because if you're really compromising, then you should be a little bit uncomfortable because uncomfortable emotions show that we are actually giving up something and we are uncomfortable when we give up things that we don't necessarily want to, but we probably need to like behaviors are a great example of that. If we don't learn that we need to give up behaviors that we're comfortable with in order to have better behaviors, we will continue to enact those things on the people around us. We will carry the trauma from our childhood into our children's childhood and give them the same fucking trauma without actually having to traumatize them because they'll just act how we act and kids never fail to mimic their parents and they'll act how we act and they didn't even have to have the fucking trauma. We gifted it to them, gifted it to them. And they'll have the same fucking struggles in their life just like we did and probably similar traumas eventually because that will attract those types of traumas because we're not addressing what we need to do. You can't just break into your kid's room and be like, you little motherfucker, how come you never clean? What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't you understand how to put clothes away? Why would you ever listen to somebody that talked to you like that? Now, should you set healthy boundaries? Should you set consequences and rules? Absolutely. But there's a way to do it that doesn't attack them. There's a way to do that that doesn't have them feeling belittled at the end of it. Now, what that means to each individual person, you're going to have to address that because everybody's different. But... You can't just let it go for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Never fucking set yourself up a real boundary and stick to it and then fucking just come fucking unglued on them because they didn't behave how you wanted them to. Because, again, you've created the situation, you created the resentment, and now you're going to dump it all on top of them when you don't like having it inside of you anymore as if they had any real control over it. You're the parent. It's your job to give them structure. You're in your relationship. It's your job to structure your half of the relationship. And hopefully, if the other person loves you, they'll meet you halfway. 100%, 100%. Not 70, 30, not 50, 50. 100, 100. 120, 120, preferably. That's just me. But 
Um, and so, like I always do, um, I'm going to just invite you guys to do something that I think is really, really fucking powerful. Um, and I want to invite you to pray about a conflict that you need to have that is absolutely killing you right now. And I want you to pray about it. And then I want you to approach that exactly how your conscience guides you after you pray about it. And that means that if your conscience tells you to fucking to go in there and say, this is a problem for me and I don't like this, say that. If it, if it tells you, hey, you know what you need to do? There might be a softer approach, but you need to bring this to that person. Do that. Do what comes to your mind second, but what comes to your heart first. Your heart won't misguide you. Your brain is just trying to subordinate what your heart already knows as a fact because this is designed to keep you alive and this is what keeps us satisfied and loving other people. This, I mean, I know it's just a heart, but you, you get what I mean. Like you get the concept. And so approach this situation that's causing you pain, that's causing you difficulties right now. And I want you to approach it with compassion, humility, but also the conflict resolution. That means that you can be humble enough to say, hey, this is a problem for me, and I'm not going to tell you how to resolve this, but I would like to address this issue with us. Because that way, you're being humble enough not to say that you can just, like, like the idea that you can just change somebody by talking to them, because you will be often disappointed if that's what you feel. And it's also displaying that you understand that that person's a person, and you want to have a resolution, not to just mold them into your perfect little whatever the fuck you think they should be. <laughs> but don't take my word for it. I'm just face tats McGee. I just made a lot of dumb fucking mistakes in my life and I'm hard headed enough that eventually I figured a few of them out. So I hope these things help you. Love all of you. Have a good day.